Mueller and Moats on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. going on Steelers Nation Radio it is high noon on a Monday afternoon that can only mean one thing around these parts here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold it's time to go inside the electric factory I'm Wesley Euler he's Arthur Motes between the two of us we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair it's up to you to figure out the rest you knuckleheads but what you should know by now is if you want to get involved with us here on the program we've got two ways to do so of course, on the phone lines, 412-919-8562. And you can always get in your thoughts, your questions, your comments, concerns, reactions on Twitter as well, at Wesley Euler at the body 52 The body. Arthur Motes, it's a Monday, and oh, buddy, did we have a delightful slate of football games once again yesterday. How we feeling, cousin? Oh, come on, Chico, man. I feel good, man. It's a great day. We got so much stuff to talk about that day, too, Mike. I'm talking, we have uh, Tom Brady retiring, Mike. Oh, no. Oh, no, Chico. Yeah, Tom Brady retired, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. But then he come back from retirement, too, Chico. You'll never believe it. Okay? You okay. want me to go outside, come back in, we can start this again? You know what you want to do? This? All right, I'm sorry, guys. This is what happens when uh, me and my partner in crime have a lot of time before we're getting on air. I, we're, we're, we're professionals today. We were yeah. actually here early. Like, Real, like early enough early, that we have time to brew some coffee and make some tea. Without sugar. Or cream. We do have we do have we have literally everything you could imagine in this new building except for sugar except packets. Sugar. Except, I mean, and we didn't realize that until after the fact. So we're both in there, you know, we're early, we're feeling good about ourselves. He's making his coffee, I'm making my tea, we're having a great little, you know, a little little little, mm-hmm. little, little warm-up. Little powwow. Little, you know, yeah, a little, little, little kickback. Pre-game. And then it hit us both. It's like, hey, uh, you got that sugar over there? Okay, you check the cabinet over there. Hey, hold on. No, what, over there. Check, what about the drawer in the back? We'll no? check around the corner. Ah, uh, look in the refrigerator. <laughs> it's the it's the do it's the duality of studios, Arthur Motes, because in our old building, yeah, may she rest in peace. Ah, uh, yes. I mean, even though she's still there, but you get it. Um, she was a sturdy old building, <laughs> a noble steed, generation after generation. In our old building, there was sugar everywhere. This is true, but you couldn't find creamer or half and half to save your life. Now in our new building. I mean, we got more. You got variety. We got pack. more cream than Wu Tang, yeah. like, but man, no which, sugar. Which one? You, you want Duncan? You want Tim Hortons? You want Wawa? You, I mean, you name Wawa. it. Wawa. I just threw it out. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, so but whatever I'm one you say. want, you got Ooh. available for you. Ooh, someone drove far for those Wawa. Cups. Hey, man, you never know. <laughs> you guys know where to get at us if you want to get involved with the show. A reminder: I, I, I promise I won't say this in perpetuity. But since this is really like only our second week of having phone lines back after uh, a two-year here absence. You go. Here you go. Reminder that, you know, I produce this show as well, too. So if you call in, I'll do my best to get you up on hold, but I won't be able to talk to you until we go to break. So just be Boo. patient and hang with us. I'm really good at this multitasking. I have not figured out to talk out of, I have not figured out how to talk out of both ends of my mouth. Yet. What you mean? I'm working on that. Some people say I talk out of two ends, Arthur yeah, Motes, but, I, I, you know, I'm trying to, trying to, 
you know, figure out how to uh, say two things at once. Uh, I you mean, know, a lot of people refer to you as a talking head. Actually. A talking head. Yeah, it's like he just. <laughs> That's the next step of talk radio evolution. Yeah. I know Skip Bayless is working on it already. Oh, yes. Figuring out how he can give two takes out, how he can hate on LeBron and Tom Brady at the same time. At the same time. That's a skill. Arthur Motes, the you know we will talk about the retirement of Tom Brady at some point here, but I think when you look around the league, when you consider in the last few years alone, Brady we think is going to retire. Ben Roethlisberger has officially retired. You know Philip Rivers, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning. There's been some real iconic, some future Hall of Famers that have retired recently at the quarterback position. Drew Brees as well, too. I knew I was forgetting another one. But when you watch what we saw, you know, the previous weekend in the divisional round and what we saw last weekend, buddy, the future of the NFL is in a really good place when it comes to the quarterbacks. And (laughs) it was wild to see Patrick Mahomes look human. And it continues to be wild to to see what Joe Burrow has done with a Bengals roster and a Bengals team that is certainly talented. They wouldn't be in the Super Bowl if they were not. But one that we all don't think is as loaded as Kansas City or as loaded as the Rams or as loaded as some of these other teams. And yet here the Bengals are. Everyone, majority of people picked them to finish last in the division, Motsi. And now they're in the Super Bowl. A crazy game, crazy comeback. I think a lot of people thought that one was over, you know, when Cincinnati was down 18 points. Let's let's start with that game first. We'll go in chronological order here. Uh, what were you thinking as, as you watched Joey B and the boys take down the Chiefs in Arrowhead? Man, honestly, I was going through the mixed emotions. Obviously, we. I don't think we I don't know if we had a chance to talk about that particular game on Friday before li- like we only talked about him yeah. a little because we were talking about it was our first show since right. Ben's retirement was official but for me I, re- I just remember I like I was like man I think the Bengals are going to get the win but you see how the game starts out and I remember saying man this game is over just like how you said and I'm literally about to turn the TV and I was like man I don't want to watch this anymore this is about to get gory man Buffalo should have been in it anyways I was hating you know how that goes <laughs> yep of course and right when I'm about to turn it off, that's when uh, the Samaji P. Ryan scores on the screen. And I'm like, oh, now I got to stay tuned in. Mm. <laughs> As a whole, man, I just thought that it was good football being played. I also like the fact that in contrast to a week ago where, you know, the storyline that dominated more important, more so than the game was the overtime rules, right? Hey, man, overtime, overtime. Is it fair? Man, if a team gets this thing, does – you know, should both teams get a chance to get the ball and things like that? And I remember us both saying that, hey, we don't think that overtime needed to be uh, amended at the time. Nope. We just thought that, hey, man, your defense can make a play. Yep, not and, supposed to be fair. Supposed to find a winner. And people were like, oh, no, man, but it's Patrick Mahomes you're talking. What's the Chiefs you're talking about? And this can't happen. And I remember, I, in fact, I texted you. You did. During the game I was when this waiting happened. for it. Because what happened in the game? It goes into overtime. What happens? Kansas City wins the coin toss. What happens? Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs offense gets the ball first. Mm-hmm. But then what happened? The defense got a stop. Not just any stop, a turnover. Yeah, they should have had one on the previous they, play they, as they well. Ser- it should have been a pick six if yeah. we're being real about been, it. Been, the defense should have won the game. Absolutely. The yeah. So for me, I loved that, uh, that element of the game because for me it just reiterated what I was hollering about a week ago when we were saying that, hey, man, all three phases matter and you can win games in any way, shape, or form, but to blame a team's lack of success or to justify a team's success solely on a to me, cheapens what these guys do yeah, when they're totally actually agree. out there on the field. And when you talk about trying to make these just overarching and knee-jerk reactions to 
changing rules even when we know the potential long-term effects that it can have and even the short-term effect that it's going to have in terms of the on-field product. I just I don't like those type of decisions. And I thought that yesterday just kind of reminded everybody that, hey, you can go out there and execute. The Bengals' defense isn't viewed as some elite-tier top-five defense. Not even but close. But what did they do in that second half? What did they do more importantly in overtime? The they came up with the stops they needed to come up with. They, they had did, Mahomes yeah. looking really regular. And that, to me, is something that I, I definitely enjoyed. Yeah, and you know what? And and a lot of the discussion from yesterday, I, I think you just hit on something important there. The, the Bengals' defense deserves a lot of credit. I mean, we have not seen Patrick Mahomes look like that in a playoff game like he did in the second half in his career. Mm-hmm. You know, in four straight years now, they've been in at least the AFC championship game, the Super Bowl two of those years, the Super Bowl champions the one year, of course particularly at home in Arrowhead. I mean, remember how it started a couple years ago there for Mahomes, right? They'd fall down like 21 points in every game, and then Mahomes would just come out guns a-blazing yeah. and score a bunch of points. And, and yeah, I think a lot of people – I mean, I don't think, I know. I was sitting on Twitter like everybody else was. A lot of people on Twitter thought that game was over in the first half, and, uh, and the Bengals' defense deserves a ton of credit for a unit that, yeah, I, I don't think people were saying they were dreadful, but they certainly weren't talking about them as one of the better defenses – in the National Football League, and, and they should have won that game in overtime. Um, but they, I mean, they did win that game in overtime. You, you needed to get a couple first downs. You needed your kicker, obviously, to continue what he's done, which is what, like 10 for 10 in the yeah. postseason as a rookie? It's crazy. Crazy stuff right crazy. there. We'll see if uh, that whole copycat thing happens and we yeah. see more teams drafting kickers. Um, just a, a, a lot to take from that one, for sure. Um, but for Cincinnati... Tell you what, Arthur Motes, this is this has caused a little bit of a civil war amongst Steeler fans. Were you on Twitter yesterday? No, I know, see, no, you're, you're no. good at you're good. I can't stay away from it. Like I only think I, I think I only tweeted once the whole day yesterday. Yeah, but, but I just, just love refreshing. Yeah. It's like it's like doom scrolling, but yeah. not doom scrolling. It's like fight scrolling. That's definitely what it is, man. For me, man, I, I try to civil war. I try to avoid all of that at all costs for right now, man. I'm yeah, I'm good on that. But, yeah, I, I was getting the text messages. Put it like that. For, for what you get on Twitter, people definitely make me aware of it. They're always like, hey, yo, did you see this? Hey, man, can you believe they said such and such? Hold on, let me just send you this what was up. And then I'm like, all right, let me go look. And then after that, I'm like, all right, I don't want to look anymore. This is getting crazy. But I did notice it, though, man. And, and some of the logic behind it is very flawed. First, they don't want the Chiefs to go because Mahomes is too good. But then they're talking about they love well, and- Burrow because Burrow is so good. But then they're like, well, hold on, it's Cincinnati, so we can't root for Cincinnati, you're a fake fan. But then it's like, oh, well, if you root for Mahomes, then it's a dynasty. And it's just like, why do we we overcomplicate this thing, man? A lot of people don't like some of the family members around Patrick Mahomes as well, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were on Twitter, you clearly clearly know what I'm talking about. Or on TikTok. Or on TikTok, yeah. (laughs) Uh, You're hipper than me, you out there on them them TikTok streets. Uh, On on them tickies and takies, yeah. Hot Cheetos and takies? Hey, hey now. But, yeah, for me, man, it was funny. Any time. I just don't understand why that has to. Well, because. Just just be a fan of however you want to be a fan. Be a fan. But, you know, people have to feel like they're in control of something. 100%. Of something. Like, think about On Twitter, they're essentially the Steeler Nation fan police. That's what they essentially. Like you should give them the little gatekeepers. We we should give them them little green and yellow badges that they used to wear, like when you were in elementary school. To, remember the cross guards? Like, hey guys, 
I'm a safety patrol. Hall monitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's what they I'm a safety patrol. You're not allowed to be a Steeler fan if you root for that guy. Oh, you like this picture? No, you can't root for that. I'm over here like, uh, hey babe, when you post something about Mike Kill, let me know. I'm gonna like it because you know that 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 is my that's my dog. Oh yeah, did that, you, that, that's my dog, dog. You know what I mean? Did the Moats house get any uh, get any flack for she, she posting did. congratulations she, to Mike Kill? She Hilton? did. I didn't care. I was like, yeah, we're gonna like it. We go we go talk about it. It is what it is because that's my dog. Like. <laughs> I love seeing my brother or any of my brother, James Connors, and that. Like anytime we see former teammates, guys you shared that locker room with, guys you went to battle with, I'm like, man, I will never hear somebody that didn't experience that tell me who we can and can't root for in that vein, baby. Mm-hmm. Just can't do it. Can't do it. I always think, and I know I've said this on the show before, I know I've I've told you this before. Our our buddy Tom Opperman, right? Uh Mark Madden's producer. Mm-hmm. He you hear him here on SNR Steeler Standard, right? Shirtless Tom, as we call him sometimes, is his nickname. He has the best anytime somebody tries to do that gatekeeping thing that, oh, well, this is a bad good fan, and this is how you're supposed to be a fan. And Tom always he's he, I've heard him say this for years. He always says, just let fans be fans. Isn't that the whole purpose of fans? Fans are irrational. Fans are emotional. Yes. Just let them do what they want. Just let fans be unless it's crossing the line clearly, right? Where you're like threatening people yeah. or you're threatening players. And there's a very fine line there that we all know of being a fan and going too far. Yes. Being like a fan and being a jackbutt. Exactly. Yeah. If you're, you know, I think of all the the fans of college programs that are like tweet, a lot of jackbutts. That out are there. tweeting nineteen year old kids exactly. like you suck after oh. Team loses. Kill yourself. You 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 yeah. made us lose. Like, bro, who yeah. are you? Stop this. Exactly. So there's that clear fine line there. But dude, just let fans be fans. You can be a fan who thinks I hate the Bengals. I'm never rooting for those guys over my dead body. Mm-hmm. That's your prerogative. You That's can be your prerogative. You could be someone who thinks you know what? Like Moat said, I don't want another dynasty. This time to be Kansas City. I I don't want. To see uh, Britney and Jackson all over TikTok dunking on everybody. Yeah, I was like, who's Britney? Britney Spears? Then it just hit me. I was like, oh, that Britney. She's not as cool as Britney Spears. I'm not going to lie. I never knew that was her name. I always call her Mahomes girl. That's all I know her ass. She's selling t-shirts that say Team Britney. And I think, Are you serious? I think Britney Spears, I'm dead I serious. I think Britney Spears should, should serve up a cease and desist. But that is a different conversation wow. for a different time. Wow. Maybe you had reasons to not like the Chiefs or not want the Chiefs to do well, and you look at Maybe Joe you Burrow. Maybe you don't like Andy Reid. Yeah, yeah, you say, "Hey, he likes cheeseburgers. I don't like cheeseburgers." Yeah, you know he eats at Shake Shack. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Five Guys at, guy. At 1 a.m. in Indy, can't you attest. Yeah. Moats, whatever your reason was, or maybe you're like me. I was sitting there yesterday and saying, "I don't care who wins. Just give me a good game. I love football. I want to be entertained, and, and that's what I got." Yeah. However you're slicing it, however you're viewing it. Just let fans be fans. Pretty please. Arthur Motes, there was a lot of Niners fans out there in Los Angeles yesterday. Were you surprised by that, though, I was in a sense? No, in the sense of it Maybe. was the Rams, though. Think about this. The Rams were hosting the AFC Championship game. Correct. In L.A. Correct. They're going to be playing the Super Bowl next week in L.A. Two weeks, but correct. Or excuse me, two weeks. <laughs> but it's like, man, y'all got out attendance by... They definitely, it was probably 60, 65% what it looked like on TV. And listen, Niners low-key, like when we talk about fan bases that travel really well. Niners, they want to know Steelers are always at the forefront of that conversation. Niners are definitely one of them. Cowboys are always in that conversation. I feel like um, some of these more old school, like I feel like New York and Philly Mm -hmm. fans are in that conversation. But dude, Niner fans, when there's games on the West Coast, they take over. Yeah. 
and it's obviously within the state of California. I'm sure there's plenty of, of Niners fans who live in Southern California, but plenty who just made the journey as well, too. That to me was fun to watch for what felt kind of, it felt kind of like a college bowl game atmosphere. Yeah. Like both teams are pumping up the crowd when, when they're on defense. That was a lot of fun to watch. The Niners finally, after six straight losses, Sean McVay, six straight losses Crazy. to Shanahan and the Niners. Motsi, more credit to Matt Stafford for getting it done or more. I don't want to say discredit, but, you know, this is why the Niners went out and spent all this capital to get a quarterback third overall and kind of, you know, maybe Jim, not maybe, I think just Jimmy G not being that guy. The Niners, that's who they've always been since Jimmy G has got there. They know who they are, but they also understand that you can't play bad if Jimmy G is your quarterback versus a team that is viewed as elite. So that's why if you're San Fran, I don't think that you – view this as any different I think you look around and you say okay defensively when you got a chance to catch an interception in the fourth quarter six minutes left in the game you probably should catch it that's what you point to right you point to some of the stuff offensively Jimmy G of course Jimmy G is limited but at the same time Jimmy G to me wasn't the sole reason why that game was the way that it was in terms of them not being successful I thought that they still had their opportunities but with a guy like Jimmy, you have to – everybody has to play their part. Yeah. Whereas with a guy like Matthew Stafford – There's not as much room for right. air. Whereas with Matthew Stafford, yeah. you have a little bit more room. You can play maybe a little bit down if he is having an on game. And that's where I think with the Rams, man, that's where they kind of excelled right there. But even them, you look at them, man, they had some opportunities. I mean, they had a nice wide-open touchdown drop right before halftime. They had their moments as well where they weren't playing the best It almost – to an extent was like, man, which one of y'all are going to lose this? Because clearly neither one of y'all want to win right now. Right. Y'all are all trying to find ways. Like it was, it, was it, really very was. Dis- it was very different than the first game. Yes, it was. So like when I'm watching, I'm just like, all right, it, it's entertaining, yes. But that part was still very true to me. And I, I, I do still think that the Rams did win it at the end. I thought that they still did enough, especially defensively. But they also capitalize on something that we've seen Jimmy G do multiple times, not even just in that game. You think last week he was throwing them same type of reckless passes where he's, you know, going down for a sack. That became the new way Russell Wilson started to do it was six, seven years ago where you're about to get sacked and you just throw it out your hands and, oh, it works a couple of times and everybody loves it until it stops working, until those become turnovers. Carson Wentz, your boy, he started doing it this year as well. He's no longer my boy. So I declared bankruptcy from him <laughs> two years ago. So all of those things were what I was thinking about when I'm watching this game, but I still do feel good about the Rams, though. In the sense of them coming out of that game, I still felt like they were the better team, if that makes sense. Agreed. Like, I didn't think they played a complete game that was good. No. I don't think the Niners did either, but I did feel like the Rams were the better team watching them. I agree with you on that. And I tell you what, that's, that, that team is just – they're so L.A., aren't they? Oh, 100%. Like, they are they are just driven by star power. Yeah. They've got it on offense with Stafford and with OBJ and with Cup. They've got it on defense with Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller and Ramsey. Um, and it's going it, – They're the build-up to this Super Bowl is going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Because it's going to be the stark contrast of, like, mid-sized town, middle America, Cincinnati. The young up starts with Joe Burrow Rust and Jamar Belt, Chase. Cincinnati yeah. with the young and the, the fan base that lives and dies with their team and has never seen any success versus the Rams. The Hollywood. New, the new Hollywood yeah. kid on the block who, you know, just is st- 
Buster here and got you know built the new built the new mansion AD, down the street. Got everybody gets to wear shorts year round. Even got in boy January. As their head. Got his understudy. Ooh. The build up to this game is going to be a lot of fun. And listen, I get it. A lot of you hate the Bengals, and because of that, you'll disagree. You'll you'll whatever. And that again. I'm not knocking you for that. That's your prerogative That's as a your fan. Prerogative. But I'm going to enjoy the build up to this, and hopefully, it'll be a good game. Mozi, I I hesitate to say this. I have been a bit of a mush in my time. Oh God, here he goes. Here he goes. There, there's a voice. Here he goes. There's a voice inside <laughs> me that thinks that the Rams could win this comfortably. Uh huh. But I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm. I'm forcing that voice down over the next two weeks, and I'm I'm hoping for a you know one possession game. You said you think the Rams are gonna win it comfortably. Whew. Now comfortably doesn't mean necessarily a blowout, right? But you know you could be, you could be up ten points in the fourth quarter and win comfortably. Ah man, final score could be thirty-one twenty-one, but you still I, won comfortably. I would be baffled if the Rams are up ten on this Bengals team in the fourth quarter. That's just how I personally feel about it. I hope you're right. Yeah. That's just, I, I don't know if everybody wants me to you be know right, though. I, you know what I think it is? I don't I just, think everybody's going to want me to be right, though. I don't. They're not. And they're, 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 they're chiming in on Twitter are, you, and, you, you and on the phone lines. They're trust not. Trust me. They don't want me to be right. They, no, they do not they want actually, that to be they, right. They can't believe that you and I yeah. are pounding. I, the. They can't believe that we haven't bought Rams gear yet. Because I was about to say. And we've joined the crusade against Cincinnati. I, I, I don't. I don't. I think the Rams are fools go, bro. listen. If the Cincinnati tries to get me to eat any of that chili, I'll grab my torch and my pitchfork, and I will, you know, I'll I'll join the crusade against Cincinnati. Now, now is it is it beans in this chili? What type of chili are you talking? About? No, that's skyline. What type of chili? That's what's the, what's the skyline. What's the skyline chili talking about? Man? It's good on a hot dog. That's it. It's not chili. It's ha- hot dog. Chili. Have you actually? Uh, I have, no, yeah, I've, I've had. Skyline oh, so, okay, I've yeah. never yeah. had them before. Yeah, yeah. You is it? No, I never. Have you ever did. been to Cincinnati other than when you were playing against? Absolutely not. Okay, so that that's and that's why. the why. That's yeah. why. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've told this story on air before. How one one year when I was in college. WVU, this is when we're still in the Big East days, uh-huh. WVU played Cincinnati in Cincinnati on a yeah. Saturday, and then the Steelers played the Bengals in Cincinnati on a Sunday. Mm, okay. And me and my boys went for the weekend and went to both games. Gotcha. That's when I had it then. On the pasta, it's disgusting. But if you put it on a hot dog, it's a good hot dog chili. Okay. You know what I mean? It's no, like no, that but, light, see, like, like, to me, hot dog chili is different than like 100%. It's not, eat out it's of a not, bowl chili. It's not yeah. the same consistency, not even close. It's right. not, not thick like that. Like Correct. It's, That's why I was it's, like, like, it's it's like what type of chili are we hot, talking about here? It's hot dog yeah. chili. Yeah. Well, that chili sounds hideous. Sounds hmm. hideous. Yeah, like, you know, Irie tweets us and says the same people who threw trash at Ben while he was being carted off the field. Irie, if it, it, that, again, you're allowed to hate whoever you want to hate. Arthur Motz was on the field when that happened, actually. Wasn't that yeah. when you got hit with a pretzel, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. I think No, told- I was popcorn. I popcorn. Was popcorn. That's right. You've told this story. Yes, before. I was popcorn. Yeah. Listen. Part of letting fans be fans is, is a lot of fans suck. I mean, they just do. Well, and I also I just caution, like, but if we if we go down that game of well, we can our find- fans did this, because people, dude, these people talking about that Seattle game when the dude went down and Granted, not everybody knew that he was on the ground and it was serious, but there were still people cheering in the stadium, and people didn't like that. We know how this is, man. Fans yeah. do some fan stuff. And everyone always likes to point to yes. they're classless, yes. we're classy. Absolutely. Fans do some fan P- plenty stuff. Plenty of people were fired up when Mason Rudolph ran over the dude from Detroit, and he didn't get back up, and it was like, oh, I guess we should stop clapping all of a sudden. Like, Come on, baby. We, we can't play that game, Let's man. also not act like what? Over the last two or three years, yeah. we've seen two or three ugly videos of fights in the Steelers stand. Seriously, Remember the Steelers man, fan and the yeah. Chargers fan, like, headbutting each other I, on Sunday night football man. a couple years absolutely. ago? I mean, like, 
We're, we are not above reproach as a fan base. So, no, no one is. Yes, and that's the thing. No fan base is, but that's what we just say. Maybe like, maybe like Princeton? Yeah. I'm Dartmouth? Sure. It, Show, show, I wasn't going to no, say no, Harvard no, no, and Yale no, no. because they I, I was prank say, each other. Yeah, I was going to say, show me, show me Princeton versus like Brown, Princeton versus one of their exactly. rivals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> even even at Northwestern, they still yeah. get rowdy for the Notre Dame game. Gotta get a little rowdy. Uh, even touchdown Jesus sacrifices his morals when USC comes to town. Hey, it happens, man. Jesus would understand. <laughs> Thrash says, "I don't care who wins the Super Bowl as long as it's not that stinking Tom Brady." I have heard that sentiment as well. We we got like two minutes here before we got to get to Chris Carter. Tom Brady really retired, yes or no? To me, yes. I just think that he wanted to control the narrative. Because as a person that's been in that shoe before, that was the biggest fear of, I don't want to tell anybody. Be- you. Yeah, yeah, because then you feel like you've been robbed of that moment, and now you try to do damage control and essentially be like, nah, I'm not retiring anymore. But you deep down know you are. And this the reason I thought that as well is because if you notice, even when the TV 12, when his, excuse me, when Tom's agent came back out, he said, we can't confirm nor deny the, or we're not going to say the accuracy or inaccuracy of the statement. Right. If they knew they were coming back, he would simply say, hey, that's a false statement. He's coming back. But they know, hey, man, it's some validity to it. And that's ultimately why ESPN even backed it and said, hey, we know what was said and we're standing by it, regardless of all this stuff that's coming out after the fact. But to me, that's a part of, and that's, I mean, it's, it's a part of the business. And when you're a name it like is. that, the sources get out, and that's really what I think. And he's got a large circle. Yeah, I think that's part of it. Like I said, I under, like that's why part of me was like, dang, that kind of sucks. But I was like, the other side, I was like, that's a part of it. It's unfortunate, like, but that's the yeah, world we live in. Now. absolutely. Like, they want to announce your deal before you even tell your family you got your deal done. I told you that story. You, You're like, yeah, yeah. you're racing to, to get the deal out before anyone people else because were, you people know. People were tweeting out before seriously. you even had a chance to call your family. You're like, bro, like, yeah. I can't even tell my wife, like, hey, babe, it's the peck. Like, oh, I already know. They're already it on, on Twitter right now. Like. That's the type of stuff you deal with, but yeah. Now, I'm cynical. I'm the complete opposite of Arthur Motes. Yeah. I think Brady leaked this on purpose Mm -hmm. because Brady wants to distract from the playoffs because he's not in them anymore because he's the most egotistical maniac we ever seen in our lives. And he wants the Kobe Bryant farewell tour. He wants to go to every city next year and have everybody, oh, Tom, you're the GOAT. We love you. Here's a gift from our mayor. Just think about this, though. He's already the biggest... Bigger than Jordan right now in terms of that. Jordan didn't even get the farewell tour that Brady has already been getting. We weren't calling Jordan the GOAT three years before he was retired. Like I was I was too young to really but remember. A, but like I'm saying, like, we've been calling Brady the GOAT since he's been in Tampa. Like he's you mean in New England, you mean or, excuse me, yeah. in New England. Oh, yeah. So he's been doing this for like for, five years. Right. Like we <laughs> at it, least it hasn't been like that for these other guys. Even when Kobe had his farewell tour, like He's it's not Jordan. Different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so that's why I'm like, for Brady, I don't think about how many times Brady gets mentioned even before he made an announcement about retirement. Like, it's just Brady. He's done it where he is forever going to be synonymous with AFC championships, NFC championships, and Super Bowl. He's got more to him. Yeah. It's, it's, it's think, ridiculous. Like, it's no franchise. More rings. I know, it's, more, it's any fran- so he will never it's have ridiculous. to, like, he doesn't have to argue about attention. He is the attention. That's what I'm saying. That's why I like, always laugh when we're like, <laughs> He doesn't uh, have to argue he, about attention. He is the I'm like, attention. man, Brady, Brady controls his narrative now. Like, this version of Brady, Brady doesn't have to worry about, oh, are they going to want to talk? He can put a tweet out that just simply says, good game, and people are going to go crazy. He can mm-hmm. put a tweet out of just eyeball emojis and people are going to go crazy. Like, that's where he's at right now. You ready for this prediction? And then Uh-oh. we got to go to break. Super Bowl Sunday. He's going to tweet out one of those 30-second Tom Brady videos, mm-hmm. and it's just going to say, one more year LFG. Hey. 
He's not that right if he does, though. And then all Super Bowl Sunday, it's going to be Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Because that's how he likes it. If only y'all would have stopped him from winning them. I take part in that as well. Michael, I was a victim. Michael Irvin, right? If you don't like yeah. us dancing in the end zone, exactly. don't let Stop us score touchdowns. It's that simple. Our buddy Chris Carter joins us next. We'll look back at what was a uh, a fun championship Sunday with CC. We'll do a little discussion of uh, some Steelers housekeeping here, uh, general manager conversation, defensive coordinator conversation. We'll hit on all that with our buddy Chris Carter on the other side. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR.